Hey everybody, welcome to the Rogue Rebels Podcast. Uh, I am here with my daughter Lizzie. Hi. We're here to talk about The Mandalorian Chapter 13, The Jedi. Which is yes. an episode of The and Mandalorian. It has a singular Jedi. Well, not really, but like, yes, but we no. We will get to that okay. after the business. Do you remember the business? Uh, TheRogueRebels.com. Facebook page at the Rogue Rebels, right? right? I think our yes. Facebook page is just The Rogue Rebels. Okay. Or Rogue Rebels. <laughs> and then the Rogue Rebels on Instagram. And then, Dad, what's your business? You don't have to put that on there. It's like, why do we even, we can delete But, that. like, your Twitter is, like, cool. It's not cool. It's just me saying stuff out loud. Yeah, that's what, that's, that's uh, cool. Da, 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 da. Did we do any recent shows? I didn't. How about you? <laughs> I, I have not either. <laughs> All right. How was your Thanksgiving, child? It was good. I made turkey, and it was pretty good. I made um, I made the Freddie Prince Jr. turkey. Yay! Without, Did you make the gravy? You. No, I didn't make the gravy. That's was, so easy. You threw was, out all that goodness of juices? It was enough. Okay. <laughs> Although, like, I only made half. Then we only made half the stuffing because I was like, there's less of us now and we always have leftovers. But then, like, we finished it, like, the next day and now I want stuffing again. Oh. So now I'm like, I need to figure out my, like, amounts because <laughs> I clearly did not have enough food. <laughs> for a week <laughs> normally i eat that stuffing till it like goes bad yeah yeah and uh that didn't happen i was like like saturday i was already hungry for more stuffing yes. so that was not great um but that's what we did and that's what happened and i cooked and it was tough um Very proud. it was it was okay we were all good let's see so there are a few things like i know normally we don't cover like star wars news but, like, for those that don't know, uh, David Prowse passed away, who is the, like, actor inside the suit of Darth Vader for the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, and apparently his daughter said, like, I wish I had a source on this, but I couldn't find it and quick enough to put it in the notes. But his daughter said that it was COVID. Mm-hmm. So that sucks. I mean, it sucks that, that, he's, that he's passed anyway, but it mm-hmm. also sucks that it was something like that, like... Yep. You know, so that's uh, a huge blow to lots of Star Wars fans everywhere, I'm sure, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he literally embodied the character <laughs> for that, the, that iconic character for three movies. You yeah. know what I mean? And in less tragic news, uh, another uh, jeans guy is also no more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Axel is very upset about this one. So <laughs> Axel, like Disney Plus, has edited out Jeans Guy yeah. from the episode, yeah. uh, which guy. has sparked some beautiful memes. <laughs> it's like they show Jeans Guy, and then the picture is Anakin on the sand, where he's like, "I'm sorry, I wasn't strong enough to save you." And then another one is like, "Where is where? Jeans Guy? <laughs> is he safe?" Is he all right? It would seem in your public observations you killed him. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's um, hilarious to me. <laughs> uh, that's F not in exactly the chat for the jeans guy. It's not exactly news, but you know, F for jeans guy. <laughs> okay, so let's get to the actual chapter. And of course, before we get to the chapter, we get to all the things that have to do with this episode. So now is spoiler time. If you haven't watched the episode, get out of here. 
and go watch it. Or if you don't care, fine. But this is where we're going to talk about things that happen in chapter 13 in and about the episode. Cool? Cool. Cool. Okay. Uh, E.K. Johnston would like to, us to know that her book, her Ahsoka book, is all of a sudden number one again. <laughs> She's like, hey, this is really cool. It's been four years since I wrote this book. And it's still like every now and then it just goes up to number one, you know? So like, thanks, yeah. everybody. It's like, cool. You go, E.K. Yes. And then like Ashley Very made proud. like a really classy statement about like Ahsoka being for everybody and like it's you know it was really nice of her so I'm sure it's not easy to like let go of a character that is like so close to you you know um so the Rosario stuff I'm sure you have things to say I just Rosario Dawson has like allegations against her for being a trans man um which is like I am aware that there are always, like, false allegations and such. It's just that it's it's just weird to me, and I'm probably just thinking too much about it, that, like, you know, Cara Dune, who's very... Or not Cara Dune herself, but... Um, right, Gina Carano. What, Gina Carano is very Trump supporter, very... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think... I don't know. She just... She's not a great person. And then... Right. You know, they bring in... Uh, oh, she also, like, makes fun of Which you can hear more of, more of us... Wait, more of us. Which you more can hear us. more of us talking about it last episode. Yay! Yay. Okay, so, like... Okay. Anyway, so, like, you know, and Rosario Dawson, it's just weird that she has, like, those allegations against her, mm-hmm. and, like, Disney is like, yeah, let's just use her anyway, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a way... Like, to me, whether the allegations are wrong or whether they're right, it's just strange i mean it's very fishy to me to be fair the uh, like the optimal amount of you know uh i don't know anti-trans allegations against a person would be like zero that would be much better than one um yeah but there is one still doesn't seem like anything's happened and there doesn't seem to be like a pattern or a record but still like there's one Mm -hmm. and And that's not great so yeah, she just has a, she's just fishy to me. I wish obviously that that wasn't a thing. You know, like I don't I've I've uh you know, I've watched a lot of movies with Rosario Dawson and it in a lot of yeah. shows and she's a, you know, talented Great person. Actress, yeah. And she looks the part and stuff like that, but also like I mean well, no, I guess let's just stick to the Rosario thing and get to other stuff later. Like I don't I don't like that these things are happening and and most importantly like what's more important than like it sucks that that it, this thing may have happened or not mm-hmm. but whatever's happened we we don't know and we're probably never gonna know you know yeah. like the yeah charges are getting dropped that looks like that's she's innocent but maybe just you know it doesn't have to mean that you know we we know the judicial system ain't great all the time mm-hmm. um but the it's important to know right now that like uh, fans of Star Wars who are trans or in that community are hurting right now because yeah. of this, and that sucks. And like, I wish that they didn't feel like they weren't cared about or welcomed in this community. Yeah. Um, and when things like this happen. I think that's like, I, 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 I'm not even the one to talk because I'm not like in the community, 
But all I can say is like, I just want to support people in the community that like their feelings are valid and that they, you know, I, I also would like be very happy for them when they get proper representation. Yeah. Um, and that if they don't like a thing and that's fine too. But, um, you know, like I wish, I wish there wasn't this murkiness about this, I don't know, character who is such a big part of a lot of people's love for Star Wars. Yeah. Um, that's, to have yeah. that connected to it, you know, I wish that wasn't a thing. And I don't know how to fix it. I don't know what could be done now. You know, like I said, like the, you know, there was just a, a big article yesterday on Vanity Fair that talked about Ahsoka and it talked to Rosario and it talked to everything. And it was talking about how most of the charges are dropped and you can see there's no pattern of behavior. And they talked to her and she was like, yeah, like it's because it's, it's you know, it didn't happen, blah, 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 blah. But of course, like what would, of course you, you're going to say it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but like the truth, like the truth is like, there's two options. It happened, and now she's saying it didn't happen. Or it didn't happen, and she's saying it didn't happen. So you know what I mean? Like, either way, mm -hmm. like, when and, like, at the end of the day, we may never get to the end of the road where we find out the truth. Because none of us were there. None of us know. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I know I haven't seen a pattern of, like, transphobic actions. Yeah. But also, like, I'm not so tuned into that community that I it would be on my radar every five seconds. Not even in the Rosario Dawson community, you know, like I was like, oh, she was good in Clerks too, or whatever, you know, <laughs> I saw that I uh, hadn't previously enjoyed her work in, but like, I just know that that community is hurting and I want them to feel supported. And uh, as a part of Star Wars community, as always, because like Ashley says here, Ahsoka is welcoming and brings hope and love and light. And I hope that she, the character not the actress continues to do so and yeah. whatever that means to people you know what i mean yeah it's just like it's also fishy mm -hmm. <laughs> and i hate it <laughs> i mean it seems like it's a family friend thing so it seems like it's a complicated thing no matter what but i don't think there's much more i can say about that and i i like i said the most important thing to me is that the people who feel hurt i wish they didn't feel hurt and that's the most important thing to me yeah to me it's like they could have just used someone else if that was going on mm -hmm. uh and they decided not to and like when i was looking at when i was watching the episode i love the episode uh when i was watching like she uh, okay to me she doesn't look that much like ahsoka i think she's too i don't know there's something about it that, but it's also the fact well, let's, that let's she's save, animated okay right let's save that like for like when she actually gets revealed in the episode Okay, so yeah. let's go to like, I think, are we done with Rosario or is there anything you want to close uh, off with? I just think it's very fishy and, um, yeah. you know, they're still using, well, I, I mean, to be fair, the whole Cara Dune thing, like they already had the vi like the videos already like uh, recorded and stuff. So like, it's not like they could go back and change right. it all. Yeah. Switching a live action person is a lot harder than like getting somebody to re-record a voice. Yeah. When Much like up. what they did with uh, Can't Resistance. Remember her name. But, but yeah, yes. she was making fun of the <clears throat> uh, the rape victim during the Kavanaugh mm -hmm. thing, um, and they just replaced her so easily, and that was fun. Um, I don't know. It's just suspicious, and very sus, and I guess we'll see what happens. But yeah, we can get into the episode, I guess. Okay, another in a brighter casting <laughs> talk. This uh, this uh, gentleman's name is Wing Chow. 
And he was like the, he's like the older Asian dude that like looks at Mando a couple of times. And at the end, he kind of comes out and it looks like he was the magistrate. Well, he's a Disney legend because he's been in like an Imagineer forever. So like this was his acting debut, but he, he got, he's been a part of Disney for like a while. And I thought that was like really cool that he got to come and be part of something that clearly he really, really liked and that they were able to like, uh, give him that like little experience, uh, or that he was able to come like be a part of something like Star Wars, which is like, and I would love it. (laughs) Okay. And then Lizzie, I don't know if you are familiar with Diana Lee Inosanto, but she Mm. pictured here on her Instagram being happy to be part of Star Wars is the one who played the magistrate. Uh, what is her name? Morgan Elsbeth. A girl with stick. Yes. Well, not for long, but yes. We'll get to yes. that. <laughs> she, Diana Lee Inosanto is the daughter of Dan Inosanto. Dan Inosanto, for anybody who, like, anybody in L.A. who has learned Eskrima is probably learning from somebody who learned from Dan Inosanto. Dan Inosanto is, like, one of the OG martial artists, trains with Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. This girl is Bruce Lee's goddaughter. She has trained in all kinds of martial oh. arts. She's been in movies since, like, the 90s. Uh, as a stunt person, she is trained in like all kinds of stuff. And so Mm -hmm. that was dope to see like somebody like that be able to take part in this, which is like a very samurai inspired episode. Mm -hmm. And so I was happy to see like (laughs) in in Asanto (laughs) in the show. Okay. Now I was just like, Oh lady with stick. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now episode episode. This episode is so samurai. It's, Yes, awesome. I really thought that you would enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. So it's dark. And it took me like a while to like, I had to watch it a few times. But the things like, I was kind of rewatching it because, well, I guess we'll get to that later. But like, just look at it. dude. Look at it. Like, it's like a little feudal Japanese village with a town in the center and like a Dirty. castle in the center. And it's all dark and murky. And they're ringing a bell and people are running around like crazy. It reminds me of Lothal. Really? A little. Just a I little. Guess, yeah, you you don't see Lothal at night until, like, X-Wings are falling from the sky. <laughs> like, not yeah. really, really. You know what I mean? But yeah, I guess you're I right. just miss Lothal. <laughs> yeah, but it's also, like, it doesn't have that daylight. You know, I'll get to the... Remind me at the end. There's a moment that reminds me of Lothal. And it's at the very end. Um, okay. So they're, like, sending the guards out. And the dude there, sending the guards out with no mask... That He's in something. Yeah, dude, know. that's Michael Bean. Oh, uh, he from... is in Aliens. Is he the Game Over dude? Game Over? No, that's Bill Paxton. Uh-huh. He's the Game Over dude's friend. Okay. <laughs> uh, but he was in that movie. He's like the Colonel. Like, there's one serious and one funny dude. He's the serious one. <laughs> mm. But he's also Kyle Reese in the original Terminator. Um, so he's the first guy that goes back to save Sarah Connor from a Terminator. I mean, he's yeah. in other movies, too. I think the last thing I saw him in was, like, Grindhouse in, like, 2005 or something. I don't remember when that movie came out. But, like, it was cool to see Michael Bean back on his A-game. So they're running around the forest, and white lightsabers are cutting him down. And guess who? Ahsoka. Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka I just, Tano. I tr- like, because I was trying to go into it with an open mind because I didn't want to be, like, those people that, like, have such high expectations that when mm-hmm. they watch it, they, like, are so disappointed. Yeah. So, like, I was trying to, like, just be like, okay, even if it's Rosario Dawson, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just watch it, and it'll be fine. And then I watched, and I was like, oh, okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish, like, 
I wish like they did things like that didn't leak. Like uh, yeah, if this had happened too. and you had just seen it on screen, you would have had no idea who the actress was or like anything. You know what I mean? Like if imagine mm-hmm. seeing this moment or seeing watching an episode and seeing white lightsabers and be like, oh, my God, who is that? Like and then seeing her. Can you imagine? Like, remember the first time yeah. you saw baby Grogu? <laughs> yes. You know what Did I mean? You? Like, imagine getting that feeling. God, yeah. man, I wish this, like, stuff just wasn't everywhere. And I, like, we kind of knew it was coming because, like, yeah. at the end of, what, chapter 11, and they're like, go to Corvus, there you're going to find Ahsoka Tano, blah, blah, blah. So, like, you know, from there we would have been like, ooh, ooh. But, like, you know, like, all the sort of leaks and rumors swirling around this thing that had been for so long, I think really took me, like, I don't think I'll ever be able to get the experience of just watching this and being like, <gasps> that I think I would have had, had I not known. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially if I, like, because I didn't, so we saw the light, white, light, white, lightsabers. <laughs> and, and I was like, okay, it's Ahsoka, please show the face and let it not be Rosario. Let it not be. And so I was just like the entire time worried and I hated that and I wish I yeah. didn't do that. Um. I did really like though, because uh, I don't really watch Corey's like uh, from um, what's what's this? Uh... For uh, first Kessel Run transmissions now. Yes. No longer so first he... order transmissions. <laughs> yes. So like I saw like his reaction, I was like, if only I could have, you know, just put all my worries away and just <sighs> been so excited like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we see white lightsabers. Um, and then we see this dick lady that you like. Okay, but first of all, like, every shot in this stupid episode is, really like, cool. an amazing wallpaper. She's very like, ruthless, though. You can't, like, not... Okay, and that's another pe- thing people are complaining about. They're like, why is she killing everybody? And I'm like, dude, she cut off four Death Watch people's heads in one motion when she was a teenager. Yeah, like, I know. It's she, so weird. I think... Well, I th- what I think, I think it's that... it's real life. <laughs> yeah, I guess that, too. But I th- where I think a lot of that comes from is the last time we saw her, like, chronologically, well, not chronologically, like, in real-life chronological, is everybody's thinking of the Clone Wars, and she's like, look, we're not going to kill these clones. Like, she's merciful to the clones. But those are people that she fought with for three years Mm -hmm. who didn't really have a choice and were sort of, like, you know what I mean? Like, they were almost slaves in a way and friends in another way. So she, like, was resistant to that. And then also that was 30 years ago. But she killed a lot of people during the Clone Wars that just were not clones. Yeah. She was pretty ruthless, yeah. So I, I think like that. So weird. I don't. I don't feel that disconnect. But what I do, I did. I did watch this episode again because at first I was like, I don't know if it's like feels like Ahsoka to me. And on a second watch, I think I felt a little bit better about that because like Ahsoka, 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 Ahsoka Tano has such a like a humor and like a sarcasm like sometimes. Mm-hmm. But then again, like we saw her as a teenager. When she was being a jerk and being sarcastic and being witty. But she has, like, there are little moments, like, where she does, like, a little smirk. Or she, you know, like, where she still has it, but it's not the same. You know what I mean? Like, she is a lot older and a lot more jaded, maybe. So I feel like I connect to the character a bit more than when I initially saw it. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know about this. Anyway. Looks dope. Costumes dope. Trees are falling in the woods. White lightsabers. I will say, like, the white Fog. lightsabers against the orange skin in real life kind of looks cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, stick Lady. 
Her, her name is Morgan, Morgan Elsbeth. And I don't think she would yeah. like Stick Lady. So then, like, she gets up to the gates and they have a little, like, oh, I've been expecting you, Jedi. Well, you know what I want then. I will tell you nothing. Aha, I'm going to kill. Well, what if I kill a villager? Or ten, or a hundred. Ahaha. You know, and then Ahsoka's like, you got one day to decide. Okay. So now the other thing that I think also, like, after watching this episode and seeing Ahsoka in live action and in action or whatever you want to call it. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I still think, like, I don't I don't see why it couldn't have been Ashley. That's my thing. It's like, oh, like, she doesn't, she kind of looks like her, but, like, kind of doesn't. But also, that's what I was going to say, is, yeah. like, it's probably because, uh, you know, it, she's in real life now. Right. I like, mean, I, but at least yeah. Bo looked like her. <laughs> Bo I think, Katan looked like Bo Katan. Yeah. I, I think the, like, the design of the character and putting a person of color was great but also like look like it was this was this person i think she could pull it off i don't see i still even after seeing it i don't see why she couldn't i think she could have like trained up and done those stunts uh you know even even with a even with a stunt double you know or whatever like i think i think she could have pulled it off and like a soak like but also, like, if the character has moved on, like, I do feel like Ashley has a lot of heart. So maybe, like, that was part of the decision, too. Maybe not even visually, but maybe, like, you know, I Ahsoka. mean, I think Ahsoka could I think, be, I think not, Ashley uh, could have done anything. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I, I just, like... I mean, she's an actress. She can't always be, right, like... definitely. So, like, it's not like they're, like, well... She can't act tough. Like, she could. She's an actress. <laughs> They're like, oh, come on, guys. You see her in the recording, but she see how happy she is. <laughs> like, <laughs> we have to make Ahsoka, like, super badass. And she's like, no, no, no. I can be badass. No, I don't know. Uh, I, I, yeah, she's adorable. She's wonderful. And she brought so much to the character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I really but, think she could have done it. Uh, especially because the voice threw me off. I'm like, that's not Ahsoka. Yeah, like, the voice what? threw me off, too. But, like, after coming through it and being like, well, she's, like, 30 years old now. I don't sound like what I did when I was a teenager either. So maybe, like, I'm but, able I mean, to accept it a bit that's still how better. she sounded when she yeah, was with that's Rebels. Fair. Well, but Rebels has got to be, like, what, 10 years ago now? Even yeah, Rebels, like, like is not as close as you think. Even her squeak wouldn't have just disappeared that much, maybe. I don't think. Because it's not like a squeak, but, like, it kind of is. Look, I'm like, not a voice doctor. <laughs> But I was able to accept it, I guess, is what I'm getting to. I was not. It was just very unfortunate to me. I think the thing that will make me, like, the saddest is, like, let's just say, like, we see, you know, we got Bo-Katan and we see Sabine and Ezra or something. I know I would be really, really sad if, like, everybody else gets to come back and do their character and she's, like, the one who didn't get to. Yeah. Like, that would really kind of, like, break my heart. The only thing is, like, for Sabine, Tia Sakaar is, uh darker and like sabine's asian so like well, tia sakar's south asian so i think she can play it fine you I know guess so and i, I mean, yeah i think i think she fits more than like taylor <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. <laughs> i think she could pull it off whereas taylor i'm like well he could do it but also like or they could get a you know a middle eastern you know everybody's like look at rahul like get that dude to do it um mm. either way but and that's another thing where Taylor has such a distinctive voice. Yeah. Whereas also, if if a if a live action Ezra ever came and he was like, "What's up, guys?" 
uh, be like, what happened to like, <laughs> you know? What happened? Okay. It's like Axel. <laughs> We're like not even to the title card. Did title card. The Axel Jedi. Axel beat Ezra. That'd be great. He would be so cool. hilarious. He'd be like, I'm focusing. Guys, guys. Mando. Mando, check the, check out this meme. <laughs> look at this meme. Mando, look at this meme. Like, Ezra, yeah. get over here. Hold on, I'm watching fail videos. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta beat this level of Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I'm screen capping my Switch. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so, we're never gonna finish this. Okay, come on. No. Okay, so uh, chapter 32, the Jedi. This is a, this is a picture of, <laughs> the, of Grogu climbing on the seat. And then he does crisscross applesauce. Yeah, and he like puts his little hands together to become official. Yeah. And then he's like, no, but I want the thing. And then he gets the thing. He, gets, he tries to get the thing. Yeah. Oh, these shots look a little more Lothali. Where it's like daytime and like it's hazy. Mm. Like the Lothal always had that like yellowish sky with the, uh, with the clouds. I guess it just reminds me of Lothal. Because like that book, Zare, uh, Lair, Leonis... Okay, uh... What's his name? It's Zare Leonis, but I can't remember. Yeah. Servants of the Empire. Yes. So, and like, when they're when he sees the Empire cutting down all the Right. Like, they talk a lot about how they were like, you know, like mining and stuff on the other side of the planet and really destroying the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. That is cool. Look, there's but, weird uh, dinosaur things. Yes, there are weird dinosaur things. I don't know what they are, but they I approve. They don't look like they have a head, or is that their butt? Uh, they like look like tall blurgs, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Hmm. I don't know uh, but then Baby Yoda climbed down. Yeah, he just like I'm gonna sit right here real quick. <laughs> uh, uh, he, he takes the, the little, little ball. Pouch. Yeah. Then he puts him in the Yoda pouch. They get to the town, and he's like, "Ah, oh, fellow hunter, eh?" <laughs> and they let him in town. So that was cool. And then he's not allowed to talk to people, or at least the people won't let him. Speak. Yeah, like it's the guards weird. around the street. Oh, I took this screenshot because he walks by like one of the like droids that like one of the Jono droids. John. You see the little Jono droid in there when he's in town? Like the droid oh, yeah, that yeah. turns mm-hmm. the Ronto roasters. Yeah. So um, I thought that was kind of cool. And then you see uh, Wing Chow there again, like talking the to children. little kitties. Everybody's like, what are you doing looking at people? All right, calm down, dude. So they start yeah. going. They're like, "Oh, they wanted the magistrate wants to talk to you." And they walk by like these people that are being tortured and little torture things. Yeah, it's all like super samurai. Okay. Very scary. Yeah. The magistrate is here, and she has Stick these lady. HK eighty seven droids. HK eighty seven HK forty sevens are from oh, this sorry. old game called Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, and like one of them was like this weird like bounty hunter assassin droid, and he would call all the humans meat bags, if I remember correctly. Meat bags. Yeah. It was almost like a proto... Not K2. Maybe a proto K2. Maybe more like a proto triple zero. Okay. But that was in like Legends. Meat bags. But anyway, I just wanted to say that these HK-87s... One of my friends, uh, Kevin, was talking about how this this was the last project that he and Jono worked on. So Jono helped bring these to life. So I thought that was really, really, really cool that it w- even like Jono loves Star Wars so much seeing uh, some of his work again. It's almost like Jono is like the gift that keeps on giving, you know, like every time I watch a new episode, he did something. Every time we go to Galaxy's Edge, he did so much work there. Um, yeah. So I just thought that was really, really cool. And then people on Twitter have figured out 
that like if you brighten up on their helmet, there's a little the Thrawn. Yeah, from the Seventh Fleet. So anyway, I was told about that by a very excited Jonas Comrade. By a Twitter, a Twitter, a Twitter person. A Twitter, a Twitter, a Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. So she's like, well, and he's like, I'm looking for a Jedi, and she's like, I just so happen to hate a Jedi. I will give you this pure Beskar spear if you kill the Jedi. And then he does the little, like, Kong. Yeah, onto his arm. He was like, yep, this is good stuff. <laughs> this is pure Beskar. And then so, so they, yeah. He doesn't agree. He's just like, okay. I'll find her. Yeah, he, he, she's <laughs> like, if you kill him, I'll give you the spear. And he's like, where, where is the Jedi, though? <laughs> in the forests. Okay. Cool. But... If you look when he goes in the forest, that's where you see the little uh, convoy. Convoy, yeah. You see it in the tree? I saw that when it when I saw it the first time. I, I saw it too. Yeah. I was like, a little burb. I was like, it's right a convoy. Because it's Ahsoka. Maybe it's Morai. And this is another example of... I wish you saw it. He needs to get a rangefinder because he keeps putting this stupid little eyeglass on his <laughs> mask. <laughs> Which I just can't stop finding hilarious every time I watch it. It's so guess fine. what? He hasn't upgraded yet. He finds the Jedi. I mean, and, the Jedi finds him, but yeah. yes. Uh, his Beskar is, like, legit anti-lightsaber. Yeah. Which is, like, not Wait, a thing. Wait, doesn't Quinlan have that? That what was Cortosis, and that was in Legends. In oh. Legends, Cort- I think it, it also exists now in canon, but I don't know if it's a thing that's, like, fully lightsaber-proof, or if it's mm-hmm. just, like, lightsaber-resistant now. But, yeah, basically... Quinlan had a Cortosis gauntlet that was given to him by such and such that he could use to block lightsabers too. Um, yeah, so there's like cool stuff. Like he uses a flamethrower and tries to like wrap her up with the Boba Fett trick. And then she like, you know, jumps over the thing, get away from each other. And then does he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. The, Does that mean like the other Mandos? Because they definitely weren't uh, like lightsaber proof. <laughs> Well, I want to go back to it. She would just slice right through them. Yeah, I want to go back to it and say, like, maybe his is, like, pure Beskar. Because it seems like the purity is part of it, too, right? Yeah. And then, like, also, like, I want to go back and look at the episodes and see if, like, she's cutting them between. Because, like, she cuts, like, four of their heads off at once. But it's at the neck where there's no armor. So, like, if we go back and watch Clone Wars, is she, like, carefully, like, cutting in between all of their armor pieces? (laughs) Like, and we'll find out that, like, oh, she was just, like, a surgeon. <laughs> yes. You know, and they were always lightsaber proof. It just never mattered. Because <laughs> she was so dope. Or Kenobi was, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. So then she sees, like, Grogu. And she's like, ah. Oh. And then they have a conversation. <laughs> they do have a conversation. And look, it's another shot where there's just, like, a moon in the background and these beautiful dead trees. Um, and it looks like a wallpaper you could have for the rest of your life. Um, and there's okay. Grogu. So they have there's a conversation. Grogu. But it's I thought like, it was Kuroku. Kuroku, like a Korok. I think Kuroku. I don't know because I was I heard like Kuroku and I was like that's kind of a cool name and I was huh. thinking it sounded familiar and then I realized Roku from Avatar. It was one of the avatars. Um, oh yeah. But it's, like not Kuroku. Yeah. Not. I don't it's, know. It was, it's Grogu. Yeah. Which Grogu. your mom is firmly against. And I have adopted. Really? Yeah. She does not like it at all. She said, like, she was like, it sounds like drugs or something. And I was like, wait, what? 
because um, I guess in Spanish it's like drogas. So she was like, drugs? it's a drug. What? And then she, she said something else was drugs. And I was like, are you just always thinking about drugs? Why does everything sound like drugs to you? But then she was also like, it sounds like groggy. It sounds like weird. And it's like gross, like gross goo. And I was like, all right. Yeah, I guess. Okay. But like, I thought it was cute because it's like weird like him, but like cute like him. And yeah. short like him. It definitely sounds like a George Lucas type name. <laughs> like, you know, people would have been like, yo, duh. <laughs> like, yeah, it's very, very funny. But it's also one of those things where like, uh, I don't know, like we've known him as Baby Yoda for so long that like adjusting is always going to be weird. Like nobody calls him Din. No, <laughs> not even on the I show. I call him Dijon Mustard. Dijon Mustard in. Okay. So they have their conversation. Mando feels left out. And then she's like, oh, his name is Grogu. And he's like, Grogu. Me? Yeah. And he does like the thing again, which is like the adorableness. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, that's the... Okay, so. Then we find out that Ahsoka says that he was raised at the temple on Coruscant. Mm-hmm. And he was trained over the years. And at the end of the Clone Which... Wars, somebody took him from the temple and he was hidden. Was that 50 years ago? Because he's 50. He's the same age as Anakin. Really? Yes. Wow. So he was like 20, 22. Wow, yeah. When he disappeared from the temple. Yeah. He's like basically the exact same age as Anakin. Um, someone took him from the temple. So people were like, like, who could have done it? What if like it was... And they were like, who survived Order 66 and could take him? Boss. So I said, Quinlan Voss <laughs> grabbed him like a football and dove out the window. <laughs> Yes, of course. Who else? I'm very proud of this little Photoshop that I have done. Took me me a good 40 seconds. (laughs) Um, Beautiful. But then his memories become dark. And he was lost. So he has been hidden or enslaved or experiment on or who knows what for like 30 years, which sucks. Mm -hmm. That Um, sucks. And then he stopped using the force to like protect himself. Oh, well, not to even correct himself. He just didn't use it. And like she talks about, well, I guess we'll get to that in a a sec because it comes up later. But she says like, you know, he's too attached to you. I can't train him. I better to let his... Which is so weird to me. Because she like helps train Ezra. Ezra was super attached to everybody and he turned out fine. He was fine. Ezra like had a good heart and wasn't destructive with it. You know what I mean? Like, but also, Baby Yoda is not destroyed. And also keep in mind, this oh, is seven. after Anakin. Like, she started training Ezra, like, before she finished untangling the web of Vader and Anakin. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so now we're after that face-off and that whole thing, which is really, like, the first... The only thing we've seen after that is, like, the world between worlds when she's like, look, we all gotta let go. You know? Yeah. So it's it's, like, I think, like, that has a lot to do with it, too. Which, I mean, if you really want to go deep into it, then you can be like, wait, train? I thought you're not a Jedi. (laughs) Like, you know, like she's talking about training and stuff in a time where she's after she was like, I'm no Jedi. And I still keep saying like, okay, that's right. You said you're no Jedi. But every story that I've ever heard of you since you left the Jedi Order, you have been very Jedi-like. You have always tried to stand up for people. You have always tried to help people. You tried to walk away from the war and then you came back to help. Like... So, like, she's not a Jedi in name, 
but she's almost yeah. like she's arguably more a Jedi than the like she's definitely like in the lineage of of Jin of Qui Gon Jin. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she's more of that kind of person who like follows the Force, not whatever a council says is the rule today. Yeah, which I like. Sometimes they're kind of whack. Yeah. So anyway, Voss. Anyway, what I want you guys to all take away from this is Voss grabbing the. Grogu like a football and diving out the window or throwing him out of the window first and then diving. Uh, no, I think he would be holding him. Well, cause like in the dark disciple, he was kind of, he was kind of nice with those other kids, you know, that he was saving with Ventress. That's true. So like, I think he would be semi gentle. Okay. So she's like, Oh, can he <laughs> use the force? And Mando's like, Oh, you mean the things he does? <laughs> he does the thing. Yeah, I saw him do a weird thing, so they said bring him to a Jedi. She's like, there's no Jedi. And he's like, well, there's no Empire still, but those fools still keep trying to kill him, so, like, can we work with this here? Yes, yes, I know what that says on paper, but can we figure something out? So in the morning, she starts to, like, get him to try to throw a rock, and he doesn't feel like it, and he's not in the mood for a rock. And this was, like, great, because this is such, like, Mando, man-dad moment. <laughs> Yes. Like, where he's like, no, no, I got this. Here, take the thing. Like, Dare he did. Did you see him? Did you see him? He did it. Dad, <laughs> so, way to so go, proud. buddy. Here you go, Grogu. So proud. Uh, you saw him, right? He pulled that thing all the way out of my hand. <laughs> like, yeah. And then that's where she's like, oh, no, he only likes you. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then she talks about, like, better to let his abilities. Oh, well, that's when she touches on Anakin, where she's like, I've seen what it does to the best of us. Because that's cute that she still sees Anakin as the best of us. <laughs> you know. Very sad. It is. But like cute. But like sad. But she says, better to let his abilities fade. And I like that because it ties into like a lot of these it's weird. things. Like that's what happened. That's why you don't have all these like untrained kids who are like, well, I just jumped over a building. Like if you don't train in it and don't nurture it, it just like disappears. Which like mm. is cool. Because I mean, it's cool, but like, wow. And, like, we've seen examples of this. Like, in Jedi Fallen Order, like, he was trained as a Jedi. But throughout the game, you sort of have to, like, reconnect with your Force abilities. Because he hasn't done it in so long that you have to, like, relearn it. Which is, like, Mm, just a video game mechanic so that you power up throughout the game. But, But from a story thing, it makes, like, a whole lot of sense. And in, like, the even in Star Wars Rebels, like, Kanan lets his abilities to go for so long that at first he, like, has to learn to reconnect with the Force to, like, do stuff again. You know, like, mm-hmm. and I really like that sort of like keep that thing that keeps going. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, the thing that keeps connecting. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, wait, the magistrate wants me to kill you. But if I help you kill them, can can you train Grogu? (laughs) And then she doesn't agree. Yeah. But she says, like, who's the, he's like, who's the magistrate? She offered me a bunch of stuff. Morgan Elsbeth. During the Clone Wars... Her people were massacred. She survived and let her anger fuel an industry which helped build in the Imperial Starfleet. She plundered worlds, destroying them in the process. 
You have any ideas of who you think this person is? Morgan Elspeth. Do you want me to hit you with the prevailing theory? Yes, please. Okay. So apparently this is going around everywhere, Twitter or whatever. Of course. People were saying like, oh, like, because they were saying that her tattoos were like a clue. Like she has like facial tattoos. You know. Hold on. Yeah. She has like small, like in around her forehead and stuff. Like they sort of come down in the middle. But her oh, people yeah. were massacred. Um, apparently somebody like, somebody said, and I think it was like a makeup person or a hair person was saying that she was one of the last surviving night sisters, which like adds up with this story that her people were massacred during the clone wars and she survived, you know, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's like a kind of cool, interesting, yeah. uh, thing, you know, cause then she also has martial arts skills, like she knows how to fight. But although I didn't see her doing anything like magic-y, but she has a very yeah. magic-y name, like Morgan. It's a very like witchy name. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. I mean, if it's true, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. We shall see. Okay, blah, 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 blah. What? You and me team up, Amanda and a Jedi? They'll never see it coming. Wow. Sweet. So then they, she goes back and. She like tosses the his armor. He's <laughs> yeah. like, "Look, look, it's he's but, dead." Like the whole scene of her going back is like she jumps up over the wall, which is the whole thing at the beginning of the episode. I'm like, "Why don't she just jump over the wall?" <laughs> like, does Ahsoka Tano right now? Like, she could just jump over the wall. <laughs> but it's like you know they're holding people prisoners, and it's like you know. Mm-hmm. But this time she like sneak attacks him. Why does the town have a bell? Because it'll look really dope when she cuts it in half and like stands there with the wind machine hitting her. <laughs> You know, and it's like the same exact shots, like straight out of a Kurosawa movie. You know, she's like standing, coming into the town and all the other like warriors are arrayed against her. And that's where she throws down the shoulder and she's like, aha. So much for your Mando hunter guy. Where's your master? Kill her. Cool. Cool. And then she like jumps on the roof and starts. And that's when we finally get to like, oh, look, there she's jumping on roofs. Which like I was waiting for since the episode started, but. You know, patience, patience. Patience. So she like starts fighting people and going and then like Mando jetpacks in with one shoulder on, <laughs> like saves that uh, little villager guy that he keeps smiling at every time he comes to town. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Ahsoka Tano does the thing where she has like both blades like toward each other and then lights them. And then I, like... I thought that was pretty cool, but I think it's interesting because I thought I just thought it was, like, a cool thing she did. I mean, I'm sure it is, because it doesn't seem like it has an actual purpose. But, like, in Rebels, it seemed like she I I always thought she just did it so fast that, like, that's what it looked like. Mm -hmm. But it seems like it just, like, stops. Like, her two sabers, like, stop each other. She, like, slowed it down, (laughs) yeah, for live action. But, yeah, it is the shot straight out of Rebels when she fights the uh, Inquisitors on whatever planet the uh, the Ithorians live on. <laughs> mm. Yeah. You know, so then those HK droids are coming around and she's like fighting them and Lang, the like Hicks guy. And then it's like Mando standing there and she's like up on the wall. And again, the wind machine is blowing her. I love her costume. Her costume uh, is so Sokus? good. Yeah. Okay. I have a problem with her tails though. With her montrals. Yep. Okay. It's just like, I know it's a, 
supposed to be for like so she can fight in it. Yeah. But they, also they, like one of the designers was basically like, look, like we had to make considerations for her to move around and do stuff. Like so we didn't like, make them as long as they are on Rebels. I mean, they got pretty good people. I don't know. <laughs> like, I meant like another actress who can fight. But I mean, I think a prosthetic would fit everybody the same. Not, I don't think it was the actress's head who wouldn't turn. I think it's, it's like, like a physical it, thing. I mean, they. I feel like they have much harder costumes that fight, though. But that's just. Mm, I mean, I feel like. I mean, you've worn Leku, so you know probably better than some people. And these are a little bit more restrictive, they look like, because they go yeah. into the front and the back. That's true. So, like, you know, you didn't see Shakti doing any flips with her long. Well, we didn't see a Shakti that much anyway. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, we saw her I, die, I think. I think that's they wanted it. her to, like, be able to do stuff, which, like, I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand, but I'm like, good. Yeah, I guess the other... I do like the, like... She just looks like she's young. I like the top, how the top of them like sweep. They don't just like point up like they do in the animated stuff. They mm-hmm. kind of sweep back a little bit. Like I do like the design of the top mm-hmm. um, better than the animation. But yeah. Didn't they... uh, Dave Filoni say that this was probably before epilogue of Rebels? We'll get to that later. Which is, I don't understand how that works, but you know, We'll talk about fine. it. Okay. Okay. So she's like standing on the thing on a wall because she's just a Jedi who stands on a wall. And I thought, and like her pants are very like Kuno, like they're like a Hakama almost. Like Kunoichi style. Like she has like these wide, like I think they also call them harem pants nowadays. But like she almost has like a little tunic. Like she looked very like, you know, female ninja Kunoichi esque, which I love. Mm. Um, So yeah, that, and her costume looks like she can move and fight in it. Which I also love. Yeah. Anyway, so Mando's standing there, and then she, like, hops off the wall, and then it's, like, a face-off with Mando and Lang, who is the, like, uh, the, like, gunslinger guy. And then she goes inside to fight. What was her name? Uh, Stick Lady. Morgan Elsbeth. <laughs> Stick Lady. And this was cool, because we haven't seen this in a while. Like, Morgan Elsbeth and her, they both do the, like, the Jedi taking off their robe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, oh, that takes me back to like episode three, with Obi Wan just leaving his robe everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then they get into it, and I thought the fights were actually pretty good. I thought the choreography was cool. And then, like at one point, like she knocks one of her blades in the water, and I was like, oh, she's down to one blade. And then she switches grip, and I was like, oh yeah, Ahsoka started with one blade. What? And yeah. I thought that was dope. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, oh y'all had me for a minute. <laughs> That is yeah. the first half, not gonna lie. Uh, so like Lang and them are talking, and he's and like they can hear them fighting, and I like it because at one point he's like, "Their guy's oh, like, who do you sound- think's gonna win?" Sounds like you win. That sucks. <laughs> anyway, yeah. like this is not. The, I'm not gonna die for this, so I'm gonna put my gun down, and then like, aha! He tries to get his little shot in, but like Mando quick draws him and kills him, and then the, <laughs> that guy comes out of town again. Then Mando kills an HK87. Yeah, uh, as you do. So then here's where we get the line. Ahsoka like knocks the Beskar thing out of her hand, puts the blade up to her and is like, where's your magister? Where's your master? Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? Dun, dun, dun. And that's where we get the like, oh my gosh, she's looking for Grand Admiral Thrawn. But this also reminded me, do you remember season one when she's like with, uh, who is she with? It's Luminara. And they're like, they captured uh, Newt Gunray. 
And then she like runs up to him and puts her blade to his throat. And she's like, tell me who it is or I'll kill you. And I'm like, she was always kind of hotheaded. Just everybody saying that she wasn't violent. She tried to assassinate somebody once. Her master was Anakin. Yeah. She knows how to go around the rules. Mm -hmm. And also she is like limitless now. She's very Ronin. So that's where we get the thing. And uh, it kind of ends there. But so we see like the aftermath and the whole city seems happy. And then like the sky is blue now. So this reminded me that of the end. Rebels. Yeah. Of the end of Rebels. As soon as the like very last episode, when the like they win Lothal back, like the like haze clears and the sky turns blue. And I thought that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they like go back to town and like they put her little coat on that dude. And so, like, yeah. I think he was, like, the old magistrate. And they're like, look, you're magistrate again, buddy. Here, here, your little cape back. So I thought that okay. was cool. And then she gives him the spear. And he's like, no, no, no. I didn't even do the thing. You're still alive and stuff. You want me to shoot you real quick? Or... And she's like, no, no, no. This belongs to the Mandalorian. He's like, yeah, all right, fine. Yeah. Do And so, like, he comes out and he's like, I guess they go, okay, let's go talk, Jedi and magistrate. Because <laughs> now yeah. he has the little coat on. Which also, if you look at Grief, he has it too. Because he's Magistrate of Navarro now. <laughs> like his oh, new costume. Yeah. He has one of those little capes. He's got the little like things. So mm-hmm. I guess it's like a, a galaxy-wide kind of thing. Goes back, Grogu's taking a nap. I thought he wasn't going to do it. Here's the point. Like when he walks back and I realized what he was doing, he I was, was like, that, yeah. you can't. You can't give him away. You're not going to give him away, right? And then he like walks out like he's going to do it. And they have that and little she's moment. she's like, nah. <laughs> she's like, no, no, no. He's connected to you. And he's like, dude, I didn't kill you, man. We had a deal. Yeah. And then she's like, well, go to Tython and look for the ruins. Place she's him on like, the seeing stone at the top. Else. <laughs> yes. And then, then Grogu will choose his path. If he reaches out, there's a chance a Jedi will sense him and come looking for him. Even though there aren't that many Jedi. That reminded me of that one... That one uh, thing that you watch. Uh, Shogun Assassin. Yeah, the one where the kid chooses the ball or the yes. sword. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I thought. Okay. <laughs> and I, I was I'm so being much... smart. I'm being yeah. cool, Dad. As soon as like they did that and she was like, he may choose his path. I was like, oh! But you must choose the ball or the sword. What is his name? God, I can't remember the kid's name. Wait, wait. Daigoro. You must choose Daigoro. The ball or the sword. And then she takes her little hand and she's like, bye-bye, little guy. And she holds a little Grogu hand. And Grogu's like, all right, it was nice chatting. <laughs> I will see you on Tython later, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. So then they go and they take off. And it, like, plays the Ahsoka theme. And it's, like, all dope. So the music, I'll, I skipped over that, too. But the music in this episode was, like, killer as well. It was so like they came back every time they come back to Ahsoka's theme. It was dope. And then at one point she's like, I've only met one like this before. And they do the like Yoda theme a little bit, which like man. Yaddle? Yeah, she never met Yaddle, apparently. Oh, oh well, that was my other thing. I was like, maybe Yoda was like, look, 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 we only got one of one other of these little guys. So like, I'll stay on the council since I'm on the council. Everybody see me. You, I know you're on the council, but don't nobody really pay attention to you. You go hide him and get out. I have a feeling bad stuff is about to go down. This is just before episode two. That's why we don't see you in episode two and three. Oh, yes, of 
Uh, yes, this all makes sense. Everybody good. Yes. I sense yes. Attack of the Clones <laughs> is imminent. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. Oh, that's just a little picture I put of the like one of the temples on Tython. Tython is a place from the legends, but has also showed up I a couple heard. of times in. Uh, in I Canada, heard all the legends people are very happy. Oh, okay. Originally, it was like the birthplace of the Jedi, which it still might be. We birthplace? don't know. Yeah, like where like, they started. Oh, okay. You know, which like also like Octo is supposed to be the first Jedi temple. So those could be two different things or they could be the same I mean, thing. You know what I mean? Like Jedi maybe. temple, born Jedi. Fine. I don't know. We don't know. So born Jedi. Jonah has written out a carefully <laughs> researched timeline that I found on her Twitter. And it is, quote, LOL, the IDK timeline. So. <sighs> Four to five years before, uh, uh, first, A New Hope, just before A New Hope, Ezra yeets himself. Yes. (laughs) Then four to five years happens, and Return of the Jedi happens, where we thought the Rebels epilogue took place. Then another five years, and then the Mandalorian. And then in chapter 13, she goes, where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? So now she's like, well, maybe there, it's later. Rebels takes place after this. So if you go back and you watch the Rebels, there's not really any clear... They don't say it. We just know it's after the Battle of Endor. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, you no, know, it's very clear after it, Battle of Endor. Yeah, but after Battle of Endor is a big time. You know what I mean? It could, could oh, be I amazing. just thought it meant after the Battle of Endor. I almost thought it was after the Battle of Jakku. Because I'm like, oh, everything like seems peaceful. It's not like people are going... Like, Hera and, uh, you know... Jason. Jason are like riding around the ghost around everywhere, having fun. Uh, you know... Uh, Zeb has taken Callus to like his little home, so like mm-hmm. it to meet the parents. It didn't even see af- it didn't even seem after Endor. It seemed like after the entire war. So I figured it was like further removed, like not right after Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. is what I always thought. But how do you feel about people shipping Callus and Zeb? Um, I don't like shipping in general. That's true. <laughs> uh, but I don't know what else you can call it. They literally retire to a happy life together. So you can call that whatever you want to. <laughs> I don't know if they kiss, but um, they definitely retire to a happy... They do have a happily ever after. Yeah, they do. So, you know, if you want to call that shipping, you go for it. <laughs> um, okay. So, he, yeah, they yeah. uh the timeline. That's... Yeah. I, so, I guess I was just like, it's after... And here's my thing. If it happens before, that means she like came and looked for Sabine and then somehow they're separated now and now she's looking for Thrawn on her own. Or maybe she mm-hmm. has a league on this and Sabine's somewhere else. So they're either like into their journey, after their journey, or before their journey. Mm-hmm. So if it's before their journey, Thrawn's presence being known seems a little odd. Like, how did he find his way back if Ezra didn't? Yeah. If it's after the journey, maybe they like also were able to rescue Thrawn and then he escaped or, or who knows what, you know what I mean? Like something like that makes sense also that it could still happen before. But my other thing is like Ahsoka doesn't have the staff That's and true. she doesn't have Sabine. So those are two things that like make you think like. What if Thrawn has Sabine? I feel like that would be weird too, but possible. I don't know. I'm just throwing. Right. Like, what if they go try to rescue Ezra and Thrawn captures Sabine instead? And, like, now she's got two of them. <laughs> yeah. 
So I am like more in I think I agree more with that Rebels probably takes place after the the epilogue of Rebels, like them going on their search. Like maybe her finding some of this information on Thrawn is when she goes to Sabine and is like, okay, I think I know where they are. Now we can go get them. Mm. Because like the last thing that Ezra says to Ahsoka is like, you know, when you get out of here, come find me. So we still don't really know when she gets out of there, you know? Yeah. But I think also part of it might be like, when you get out of here, come find me. She has to find out what happened and where they went. So there's probably like, oh, okay, I'll go to Lothal. Oh, no, he's not here. He's not here. He took off on the space whale. <laughs> oh, where? Nobody knows. Okay. And then she starts like, oh, with who? With Thrawn, that blue dude with the seventh fleet. Okay. And then she's, she's looking for them. Hey, these guys, there's a whole village of people that are getting tortured by a lady who seems to be supplying weapons to the seventh fleet. Maybe she's looking for them to like start off that journey. Yeah. But also, if she's looking for Thrawn, I almost feel like if you're looking for Thrawn, you're looking for Ezra too, right? Yeah. In I theory, would say so. that's like the same mission. That's all I, I mean, feel. wouldn't Sabine and like the rebels be like, yeah, they just wandered off together? Yeah. But the other thing too is like the like, oh, but like, unless you already found them and now Thrawn's being a jerk again. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's the only kind of like way you kind of get around that. Like, you're either searching for Ezra and Thrawn, or you brought them back, and now Thrawn is causing trouble again. Mm -hmm. Which is weird. Mm -hmm. So this is also something that I don't know if I see paying off here. I think this might just be, like, a little nod to, like, whatever comes next for Rebels or Ezra or whatever. You know what I mean? Do you mm -hmm. think, like, Thrawn's going to be part of the Mandalorian show? Um, I don't think so. Because the Mandalorian isn't focusing on Ezra and stuff. Actually, right. I think I don't know if we're going to see Ahsoka again anyway. Yeah, I feel Which like is this might have been They could have done Ashley Eckstein especially if it was mm -hmm. just a one-time thing. But right. um I, I cuz that's not like that's why everyone was like say scared that Ahsoka was just going to take the show because Every time Ahsoka comes up into a show, yeah. it's always all about well, her. To be fair, they said that about Rebels too. But mm -hmm. even like on a rewatch, like look at everything that she does. Like she does show up and obviously she's only in one episode here so far. And it, it's looking like that's going to be the only thing it is. But like when she showed up in Rebels, like some of her story stuff was resolved, but it was always resolved in a way that like showed something to Ezra. Like, you know, she yeah. shows up and they meet her and then she's like, oh, I had a, I knew a Jedi who was connected to such and such. And she's like, like sort it's of, important for the plot. But, but like, it's, it, it's like, important to the character too of Ezra. Yeah. Like her showing up in Rebels the first time is when she like opens them up to the bigger rebellion, right? Mm -hmm. Which like you can be like, oh, they're just showing that Ahsoka did all this. But like, really, they're showing Ezra. And yeah. then like when they go to the Jedi Temple, once like stuff starts really going Jedi serious... They go to the Jedi Temple, right? And it's like, mm -hmm. as Kanan has to learn to let go. And Ezra is like communing with Yoda. Like about like what fighting for a Jedi means, right? So like Ahsoka did have her little like Anakin moment of where she was going. But it was still about the other characters in their journey too, right? Yeah. Then when they go to Malachor, 
you don't even see the end of the fight because you literally see the fight from Ezra's point of view. And like, I don't know how people are like, I don't know how people are like that. She just took the whole thing and like, blah, 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 blah. When everything is literally about Ezra. Yeah. I think it's just because they're excited about Ahsoka versus Vader. Like they took what they wanted and they watched it as like, well, it was just all about that, but it wasn't, it was about Ezra learning how to trust people that some people are untrustworthy it was about Ezra learning that sometimes you have to let go. It was about Ezra learning that actions have sometimes permanent consequences. It was about mm-hmm. Ezra learning that, like, you know, sometimes you have to sacrifice things or sometimes you make mistakes. And sometimes, like, how you think you fight is not the best way. Even though, to this day, I still think Yoda sent them, like, he came there asking for a way to get rid of the Inquisitors so they could help the Rebellion. Mm-hmm. And I think they went there and they killed all the Inquisitors. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pretty much. Which, like, down the line, like, Luke only has to worry about Vader now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think, like, I think that's why Yoda... Because that's al- the was work. always my question is, like, why did Yoda send them to Malachor? <laughs> to get beat up. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it was like, they wanted... They decide. Ezra was like, no, we've decided to fight. We need to fight these Inquisitors and help the Rebellion. Okay, go to Mad- Malachor. You'll have some help and some not help, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and that also took Ahsoka to where she was. Then when she found him again, when he found her again, sorry, and saves her is when he realizes that he can, he has the power to change the past, but it's where she also shows him that he needs to let go. And it's yeah. also where she like, for her own character moment, she lets go. Like, mm-hmm. she learns that she's got to let go, too. And is able to teach him in that moment, like, by example. You know? Which leads us... Which, that's, like, that's the last time. And then the next time we see is when she shows up to Sabine, says nothing, and is like, get on my ship. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Um, Which is the, like... Sabine says, like, I always thought I was here to protect Lothal. Which is a very, like, Kenobi thing. Like, okay, I'm going to be here for 30 years now because I told a guy that I was going to do the thing one time and he said he's counting on me. Yeah. And now when Ahsoka comes, she realizes, like, no, that's not what he's counting on you for. He's counting on you to find him. Mm-hmm. And that's where they go do their thing. So I think maybe they are going to find it. And then that also puts you in a place where it's not just, like, older Ezra. <laughs> Now you're like looking at 10 years plus where it's a different, a whole different person. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Curious. But like this kind of makes sense to me. But also it could be another thing where like, oh, no, no, we already did that. Uh, I I know where Ezra is. I'm just asking, where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? He's the one that's causing havoc right now. Ezra and Sabine are chilling. Well, I also want that big moment of like finding Ezra or like, you know, because I don't want to just have a show and then they're like yeah Ezra's here and it's cool like I want to get excited when they do find Ezra and like his back right, is turned right. and like he has a co- cloak and like you know I definitely I definitely feel that that's its own story mm-hmm. you know what I mean although to be fair to like people like Ahsoka versus Vader was such a huge part of her story that was told from another person's point of view like yeah. that they got that moment. But um, I just feel like that moment doesn't really have so much to do with Mando. 
And the fact that this episode is titled The Jedi, I feel like that's a very, like, it's very telling of, like, like, even in this story, like, it's not about Ahsoka. Everything we see is what it, what it means to him. Can you teach this guy? No, I can help you, kind of. Yes, this guy knows something. Also, I know his name now. Here's this guy's little story. Here's what I'm able to do for you, Mando. You and me can team up for this thing, but I gotta go now. Me and the magistrate are gonna have dinner. <laughs> yes. You here, you take this spear. Oh, I forgot about the spear. Now you know this whole time I've been like, well, Sabine has a lightsaber. She can fight the dark saber. Well now it looks like Mando she can, can fight. She can fight the dark saber. Yeah, it looks like Mando can fight Use... the dark saber now. Use or fine. Wait. Did you say what? find or fight? Fight. She can fight the dark Yeah, Moff Gideon has the Darksaber. I was thinking oh, of who would be able to fight him. Or the lightsaber. Like, and I was like, the only person with a lightsaber is Sabine. Mm-hmm. But now, Mando has this spear that is, like, totally lightsaber capable of fighting. Yeah. Which means, like, I think we might... Which would be much more, like, in a season finale, it would be much cooler to have the Mandalorian facing off against his enemy who's coming for his child. Child. Instead of, like, hey... Here, I'm going to go take care of this guy for you with my green lightsaber, which all of you who watch Rebels will remember, like, which is cool for us. But I think like in the Mando story, like it would make more sense for him to be doing that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is a really good episode. It hits all the samurai vibes that I am a fan of, as you know, growing up with me. Yes. <laughs> um, I feel like that's. Yeah, I like, and now we're in a weird little place where it's like, I don't know what's going to happen. Is he going to get to the seeing stone and like Luke Skywalker is going to come for him or Ezra's going to find him mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Like who else? Cal Kestis? Like who do we have running around the galaxy? Right now? <laughs> yeah. Quinlan Voss is like, look, I'm not really looking for another football right now, but I'll take him. <laughs> you know? Oh God. Can you imagine Voss babysitting baby Yoda? That'd be worse than Mando. It wouldn't be much different <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I, like Voss would be like yeah dude like hey steal some more macarons <laughs> yeah can I have some of those babies yeah. thanks he'd be like this ain't enough let's go beat up that kid <laughs> where'd you get this who's your contact at William Sonoma uh yeah poor, so poor baby needs an actual caretaker so what or and there's the other possibility exists that like what if they go to Tython and, like, dark side people sense that he's, you know That's what, I mean? what I thought, too. Like, you broadcast was, a signal. What if the wrong people like hear it? It's not like it's just the good guys. Like, I it's mean, force-sensitive right. people. Like, we don't, we don't know what it is, in all honesty. Well, yeah. But, in theory, if it's this force-sensitive signal that goes out, if somebody else was force-attuned, maybe they could hear it, too. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's another thing of, like, Ahsoka, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> Are you sure? Sound very good. But to be fair, Yoda sent us all to get our butt whooped fight ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, it ended up being a kind of good thing. But like um... maybe. So I don't know. Like, what do you think? Do, how do you think all this ties to? Do you think any of this ties to like Moff Gideon, or to a future of that? Mm. You know, like where we're headed now. Because I felt like we were headed to Ahsoka, and then I was yeah, like, yeah. well, 
she can't like take the baby, right? And then I was like, I also don't think she can just join the ride either. Right? Now it feels like she didn't take the baby and she's not joining the ride. She pointed him in another direction. Yes. What do you think can come from that other direction? I I have no idea. I'm not a writer. I'm not a director. Like, there's one like... Jedi that everybody knows. He's very famous right now. Jeans guy? <sighs> Wait, famous Like, Luke, Luke Skywalker, dude. He literally yes. helped the rebellion. His sister runs the New Republic. I like, guess. I don't see how he's not on Mando's radar. Well, because he doesn't know anything. I mean, even like Ray was like Luke Skywalker. I thought that yeah, was but a that's myth. like forty years later. That's like you hearing oh, about yeah, somebody who so. fought in the Second World War. You're like Winston <laughs> Churchill. Like <laughs> that was he a real existed? person. <laughs> yeah, or you know what I mean. Like that's a lot different from. Oh, Barack Obama was our last president. Really? Whoa. Like, that's something in your lifetime that you saw. I guess. You know? Although, to be fair, he probably didn't see it. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it's a lot closer than the generations removed of misinformation and erasure of history that the Emperor did. Uh, yeah. And that Mandalorians just don't seem to have, or at least this guy who grew up in his little cult. Mm-hmm. But there is only one way. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I... I have no idea. It's just. What would you I'm like to see? Worried. You're worried. What I, like I guess kind of a word. Uh, I want to see Bo-Katan again. That's fine. Uh, I feel like she has a lot more to do in the story. Yes. So I want to see her fighting for the um, dark saber. Dark saber. I'd rather see her fight for the dark saber rather than Mando. I understand, but I feel like for this story, like it should be Mando. He's good. Like, yeah. for the bigger picture, for us, it's like, oh, like, Bo-Katan needs to reclaim and be the rightful ruler to Mandalore. But for people who watch this show are like, why is this lady who came and beat up some people once, like, <laughs> now taking the stick and going to fight while Mando and the baby sit there on each other's laps and clap? Uh, yeah, I know. From a story perspective, it makes more sense for Mando. But I mean, I, I, not to discount it that it couldn't happen, because it also makes sense in a bigger way for her to be the one to reclaim the Darksaber. For all of us yeah, who know that also, it was hers. Yeah, but also, technically, we already saw her claim the Darksaber. But so. she didn't fight for it. It's true. She, like, literally, like, Sabine gave it to her and was like, here, I believe in you. you and then go. everybody else was like, we believe in you. <laughs> Which, like, if you guys know Mandos, that's, like, not a... That's a, such an uncommon thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I just... Have no idea. Uh, like, I really love the show, but it's going all over the place sometimes. Um, uh, I hope we don't see Ahsoka again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm done with that. No more. Uh, then... You don't want to see Ahsoka until you see her and Sabine go look for Ezra, right? Rather see her animated and with Ashley Eckstein's voice. That makes sense. Anything else? No, thank you. Um, and then, what else? What do I want to see? What do I want to see? I see Ezra, but like we're not going to see Ezra. I th- this is just what uh, well, I want. Okay, <laughs> let's stick to let's stick to what do you want to see in the Mandalorian? Let's let's make it smaller. <laughs> For instance, I would like to see Mando fight with a stick. 
Um, I guess. Does like, he still have his bow staff? Or bow staff, like, his, his thing what? that electrocutes? Yeah, he used it Where on the crate dragon. Yeah, yeah, he like used it at the beginning it of the season. It went away for a while. He, I, I think he just doesn't carry it around with him everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> when he goes to a little town. Yeah. <laughs> He's not like, should I bring the disintegrator? Nah. <laughs> the pulse rifle, sorry. Oh, you're bad, Dad. I'm my bad, everybody. <laughs> um, or maybe Yoda. I kind of want to see Sabine. Sabine makes sense, like, I feel like. But also, like, it, if this is before she meets up with Ahsoka, then, like, like it's a little bit of that, like, like I don't want to... What's the word? The end of Rebels infers that, like, she stayed there to protect Lothal for Ezra, right? Yes. But that also puts you in this weird, like, Kenobi place where it's like, well, he never left the desert in 20 years. Like, well, he, he could have. And oh, Sabine we could have mentioned the, the little Tuka cats. Oh, yeah, there were Tuka cats. There were so many running around. Yeah, they were awesome. I thought they were cute. We had the Tuka and the Convor. So I thought, mm-hmm. like, it was a cool creature. Very thing. Dave moment. Yeah, that made sense. Oh, there was I another... was waiting for, like, giant wolves. He did. We don't know what those dinosaurs were. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're wolves. They didn't look though. like wolf silhouettes. You're right. Um, the, he did an interview or something and he was saying like, he was inspired the like forest was, he was inspired by all the times in the last three years that he's had to evacuate because of the fires. So he's like, it's a very, like, very, like, so moody and like dusk. And he's like, I took inspiration from the horribleness that has been happening. That reminds me of like a, what? Miyazaki does like with Ghibli films he takes mm-hmm. like what's around him and like the whole uh in spirited, spirited away when they find a big chunk of like uh like garbage in the uh lakes uh, called river spirit mm-hmm. like it was be- and like a, a a bicycle comes out of him mm-hmm. because when Miyazaki was little he saw a lake and it had like um just a whole bicycle in there because of all the pollution and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very cool. I like it. That's cool. I, like I mean, it. to be fair, I think Filoni likes Miyazaki. And I feel like there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of uh, there's a lot of Princess Mononoke in here mm-hmm. as well Yeah, as samurai films. Oh, yeah, technically, because like with uh, Mononoke, like she, well, she's trying to get the humans out of the forest. But in Mononoke, like also they were mining so much that, uh, for uh, iron that like that's what the outside looked like mm-hmm. and also right. she had to like fight to get her way into this guarded like uh city that had right. like walls um, well she so. even says to the like about morgan elsbeth she says like where's the line i'm looking for now don't she say like she's plundered worlds so like this whole ruined landscape maybe because of all the mining or whatever that they're doing because it looks yeah. like she's like a warmonger mm-hmm. like that she builds weapons or something for Help build the Imperial Starfleet. Maybe the Seventh Fleet? Question mark. You know, she plundered worlds, destroying them in the process. So, like, maybe this whole like destroyed forest is because they've been mining the Earth so much. There's no more, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, this whole landscape mm-hmm. is because of that the, the devastation. So that's kind of yeah. cool, and I feel like that ties in wonderfully. 
and it looks beautiful I, on film. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about that. Um, I, I want to see Mando fight with a stick. <laughs> I want to see Gro. Oh, I want to see Grogu fight with a staff of pure best. Why would because he fight that's with what a I want. Stick. Because like any <laughs> Lizzie, she even says he's been trained by many masters. He's been trained, so, but he's still a baby that like, can't carry. Mando's anything. fighting and fighting, and he like gets knocked a few times, and he gets like his arm cut like Kenobi, and then like uh, Moff Gideon like knocks the Beskar out of his hand, and it like spins and like sticks in the wall right next to Grogu's feet, and then uh, Grogu looks up at Moff Gideon, who's like about to lay the killing strike on Mando, on Din Djarin, uh, and you see his little face like go dark, and he like force pushes Moff Gideon, and Moff Gideon flies back, and then he like looks up. Oh. And all you see is, like, he sees baby Grogu holding the staff that's way bigger than him. And then it's, like, it's episode two, but with Grogu with a giant Beskar staff instead of Yoda flipping around. I think... And he's like, yeah! I thought thought you were going to say, like, the Beskar is stuck, and so baby Grogu, like, pushes him in to the staff. Like, I don't know. Oh, like throw it at him? No, I want him to wield it, like spinning it and flying and like using it as a helicopter blade to like fly at Moff Gideon. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, and I love it. And it, all in the while, while he's fighting, they're like, ching, ching, ching. And it's like, eh, uh, wait, hi, wait, yeah. It's like a baby, baby Link. <laughs> yeah. No. And that's the end of the season. Don't think that's going to happen. I think he can try to attempt to pick up the staff he can definitely attempt but i think that's all i want it all (laughs) i want him to go full like inquisitor style with it no okay that's my wish why you're not the director that's my wish everybody put it in the pile thank you for coming to my star war and that is all i am looking forward to next week to see if we're going to tython or what happens to mando along the way and if his ship breaks again or whatever uh yeah Uh, poor poor mando yeah